everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 380. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. And it looks like Mother Nature is fucking with everybody yet again. Mm. If yeah. it's not cold as the left tit of the Ice Queen, I don't know what is. I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe we should ask Anna what the fuck is going on with the weather. Or Elsa, either or. Frozen is just whatever. But I mean, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking more Adventure Time, but okay. I don't watch Adventure Time. I never saw what what the I never got Adventure Time. I, I couldn't get into it's it. It's okay. There's a lot of people that get turned off by the Cal Arts art style and the storyline no, and no, everything. No, no, no. So it's, it's totally fine. Not, it's not even that. I mean, I just, it was probably more the story. I just couldn't get into it. I mean, fuck. Steven Universe's Cal Arts style. I sat there and watched the fuck out of that. But, you know. But then again, Steven Universe is better than Adventure Time anyway, so. Hey, Hashtag fight me. But anywho. I meant like how, I think like Sunday, Monday, it dropped down to like 30, 40, and now right now it's like 50, 60. It's like, the hell? Yeah, I didn't like waking up at a, at 5 in the morning and finding I was in the low 40s out. Bro, I, 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 I felt that. I felt that uh, going, going to work uh, yesterday morning. I was like... I don't know. I've had my window open, even with the cold weather. Well, you're going to be enjoying some cold weather real quick. Actually, it's not supposed to be that bad. Let's hope so. Anywho, we are live tonight, week of October 23rd, 2018, here on the VOD Network. We're here live Tuesday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays... Thursday is at 2 p.m. Check out our interactive chat room at live.bognetwork.com. Chat cleanse is Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. You can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Network and click on the IRC link. Now bring it to the chat room if you have Chatzilla. You can also go on over to webchat.gamesurge.net and join us in the room at Vogue. Or you can also join us over at Discord, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Come on in, the water is fine. And all of the live shows have an awesome uh, channel, so swing by and say hi. You know, some good stuff. Let me drop this in there real quick. All right, good, good, good. All right, so, oh, man, we got a lot and stuff in store for y'all tonight. Um, let's see, what, what, what in the world are you bitching about now, Audition? Uh Oh well, I'll, I'll, I will deal with that shit later. Anywho. What in the fuck, Colorado? Yeah, that, that's my weather for the week. <laughs> oh, shit. It's she's going from... In, it's warmer in Colorado than it is here. I was going to say, she's going from cold and chilly to a nice, brisk, warm, maybe 80s, 60s, 70s, 80s? That, yeah, that actually... 60s, 60s and 70s. Perfect fashion weather. You can just layer up and be goth to your little heart's content. Yeah, I'm excited. 
Yeah. We'll take quote, lots of photos. To quote C I will. The quote CeeLo Brown in regards to the weather, we'll link that some shit. Uh, it, you, know, <laughs> you, you you do realize you're going to there's going to be a goth Jupiter, goth Uranus, and a goth Neptune walking around. No, that's going biker. to close enough. Biker. That's going to that's going to like flip the goth scale in one general direction and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and we're going out drinking like that. Of course that you sounds are. so fun. I, I smell a bar fight brawl just waiting to happen. To be fair, I could totally see, you know, Kino Makoto just belting some guy over the head with a beer bottle. Just dropping him. Man, if I could go with you, I'd go as Mercury and it'd be awesome. Yay. And watch Mercury drink everybody under the table. No, you know like, it. No, it's more like, nothing's it, going on. No, it's more like as the bar fight's happening, someone comes swinging past Ichigo. She kind of sidesteps and hit him and hit him with the book, and he goes flying into the ping pong table or something. <laughs> oh God! All right, uh, we're gonna go around the room and do. How was your week? How was your day? Let's kick it off with Ari and let me adjust the volume so I don't blow anybody's eardrums. Well, yeah, I've been uh, going for a little while. Sorry about that. Oh, um, <clears throat> um anyway, uh, this, the thing is, you know, a couple weeks ago I was offered the, offered the job, offered the, uh, you know, ability to, to fill in as temporarily for a supervisor for somebody who was on medical leave for a while. Right. And it was just supposed to be training for three weeks, and uh, I, I didn't think I would get promoted anyway. But you know, it was good to make a good first impression. You know, you know, get that thing going. Because if you don't take a temporary position offered to you, if you're in the uh, promotion pool, mm -hmm. if you don't do it twice, you uh, get removed from the list. Well, damn. And from what I learned, you know. Like nine or so people are being taken off it, so my my stock is uh, moving up a little. There you go. You're now nine. You know nine spots higher than you were before. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, it was supposed to be for three weeks, but it only ended up being two because the guy was temping for it. He came back from medical leave early, and I obviously couldn't be like, oh god damn it, why couldn't you just stay injured? So it, <clears throat> so you know they cut off that last week of training and. Monday, I was, you know, back in my normal position. And I'm in the middle of working eight days straight, so... Yeah. That's fun. But hey, waking up five o'clock is better than waking up at four o'clock. Barely. Trust me, I feel your pain about that. I truly do. And it, I was supposed to be back last week, but unfortunately, I I got put on the you know, rotating shifts, which means I was working in the evening shift, which you know two to ten. So mm -hmm. that's why I couldn't be on the podcast last week. Which I totally get. It. Sometimes you know you got you got to make that bank. Mm-hmm. But hey, I just gotta you know wait until they say okay, you're you're gonna be we got a chance to uh, promote you for real this time. But, you know, they said maybe within a year. That's how it's looking. You know, better than nothing. It's something. I mean, go for it. 
Mm -hmm. So that's how things have been for me. Cool. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um, my day was long and drawn out because I'm already kind of on vacation time in my head, which is not good because I still have one more day of work. <laughs> um, but other than that, I have been doing some, you know, packing, getting ready to go, and doing some fall activities. We went apple and pumpkin picking this weekend, and I carved a pumpkin so that it looks like Charmander. Hey, that's not bad. So, yeah. Neat. It was cool. Did you do like the outline thing or the thing where you, you know, carve the inside of the pumpkin at different depths so it looks like the light is, uh, doesn't shine through in s as much in some parts? Uh, both. Oh, cool. I carved out, um, for the actual body and then for the flame on the tail I did uh, the different depths so it gave a different color scheme to it nice mm -hmm. but yeah so now Charmander lives in my pictures with Discord and all of my other fun little uh, carvings Charmander Char mmm but yeah, that's it. Mostly just getting ready for uh, this coming vacation of mine. And yeah, so Saturday we are dressing up as biker senshi. And we will be going to Dungeons and Drafts while dressed up. I mean, a place like that, you have to go dressed up. Just saying. Yeah, they're doing like a fun Halloween thing on Saturday, so. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. It's it's going to be fun, and um, the three of us all play Pokemon, so with the whole Halloween thing on Pokemon, we'll be doing a lot of Pokemoning as well. Oh, okay. So I'm very excited, as long as I can actually get there. Because I have heard that LaGuardia is a bitch now that they're doing construction, and there's a very good chance that I will be dropped off at Terminal A, and I've got to go all the way to Terminal D. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're all connected so you can stay indoors. Um, I believe they are. It's still about, I think, a mile and a half to two mile walk. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, so I was warned already to that it's going to take at least an hour to get around depending on the traffic uh but i've already technically checked in i have my seat so that's one less thing i just basically have to hand over my baggage and pay for it who are you flying with again unfortunately or fortunately however you want to look at it delta uh, not, what, no unite is the one where, where it's like where you get the mike tyson's punch out section <clears throat> No, Delta has issues, too. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, no, Delta has issues. I, I'm waiting, truthfully, I'm waiting for the uh, too fat to fly shit, truthfully. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm you're yeah. going to choke someone out over that, aren't you? Um, I won't choke anybody out, but I will be demanding full refunds 
for everything, if that is the case. Because, nice. unfortunately, I can't afford to buy a second seat. You know it's down when you hear this as you go to your seat. Yeah. I did, however, pick an aisle seat, so I do have a little bit of elbow room. I'm not squished between everybody. But it is still a small plane. So, we'll see. Well, you'll be in our prayers if something happens, and I'll be taking bets on you to win, so don't lose. Oh, trust me, if something happens, I'm taking all of that money back right then and there, and then probably coming to find you. Well, then. I guess the saying, I guess Wilson Sipe said it best, always bet on black. Anywho. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <coughs> Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? <laughs> well, my week since I last spent it with you guys. Um, it's been interesting, uh, I guess, for someone who's been staying indoors and sewing and uh, that. Um, so, yeah, I basically, uh, for those of you who are in the Baltimore area, I will be doing a fashion show this coming weekend. So I will be, instead of your normal everyday Maho Shoujo, I'll be super fashion vampy girl, and it'll be super fun. Um, in general, I'm excited, but I'm nervous, obviously. And uh, so it's just a matter of sewing and sewing until morale improves. Slash, my na my models are not naked because that is not the aesthetic I'm going for. So in other words, um, instead of whipping people, you're going to sew until the morale improves. Yeah, so. Okay, then. Yeah, um, other than that, it's basically just getting ready for this weekend, which is going to be full of spooky, spoopy, gothy things and lots of fun. I'm also going to go and maybe volunteer at the Zubu, as well as go to the Arboo Readum. If you can't tell, lots of boo, ghost puns, no ectoplasm though, thankfully. So um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. Well, I can't wait. Have fun and congrats to you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Let's see. I think this past weekend, I actually went out with a friend out to Atlantic City. Didn't go to Campbell, but we were doing, we were trying to connect to do a photo shoot. So I went out there for that and had a good time. I will probably be going back out there maybe before the end of the year or next year. We will see. Um... I found another photo sh shoot I need to edit, which I'll probably jump on that a little bit tonight before starting into it tomorrow. And also, I finally got around to updating my phone. So I now have the LG G7 Think. It's fast. It's sweet. I realized after I bought the case, it's a little bit too sparkly and shiny for my taste. <laughs> and it doesn't fully fit inside the case. So I, am, I have already made arrangements to send it back a new case is on its way so i'll have that i have already decided on my costume for halloween this year and i figured i might as well just do the whole doctor gig again but this time i actually went out and found scrubs to wear oh jeez. Yeah. Uh oh and they're green nice so unpaid intern luigi 
unpaid unpaid medical intern, Doctor Luigi. You mean? Right, right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Will he also be considered Doctor Mario? Well, you should watch out for the power crown, or you might end up being Nurse Luigi, which is also a very honorable uh, career. Uh, but that means I'd have to shave my legs. I'm not about that life. <laughs> you don't technically have to shave your legs. It's true. Eh, we'll see. But, um, let's see. Other than that, that just been up. I got some stuff to mail to some friends. I, I, I came across this rare type of coffee. But I think, hold on, let me grab it for one second. Hold on. It's not Death Wish coffee, uh, is it? No, I actually been meaning to order Death Wish coffee, but I keep forgetting to. It's called Red Den Blend. It's a mix. It's a blend of dark chocolate and barbecue. Barbecue yeah. coffee? That's what it is. Dark chocolate and barbecue. Like a charcoal flavor or like a barbecue sauce like a hickory and sweet? Might be barbecue as in charcoal. I can see that being really good because I I actually prefer a real natural smoky flavor in a lot of the food that I like, like like smoky and barbecue wise. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, people use that liquid smoke stuff that just mm. tastes like ass. Like I'm sorry. I mean, I'm gonna straight up say it. No, no, no. Liquid liquid smoke is for the punks that use gas grills and electric grills. But yeah, I mean, I, I will I like have you know flavors. that I have never used liquid smoke. Well, grilling. Neither have I. Well, that's good. But yeah, Ranma, if you want me to hook you up with Death Wish, my Wegmans has it, so... Really? I should. Have yes, to... they do! I didn't think that was sold in stores. $17 for a uh, pack of it? Like a normal bag? So, yeah. It? yeah. I might have nice. to check. I should check Target by me. See if they have it because, but then again, they're supposed to have the Golden Girls cereal, so I need to swing by there and see that, see if they have that. Or as Nemesis says in his best guy very voice, coffee to take you to Flavortown. No, 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 <laughs> it's coffee to take me to not choke a, uh, a customer out town. Yeah, it's true, it's true. All right, or you know, just going after coffee flavored coffee. Yeah. Maple nut crunch. That's like a Hot Pocket flavored Hot Pocket. It tastes just like a Hot Pocket. Now you got me thinking of those uh, Hot Pocket parody memes, and let's let's move on. Yeah. Hot Pocket. Let's kind of move on from that. But anywho, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. But um, due to some news I just recently heard, I will be changing the opening track to something else let me just drop this in here i think this will be a bit more of a fitting track and i'll probably discuss it in the news later some stuff i've seen pop up so you know so anywho we'll be back
Okay, all right. So, you know, as you know, before we do our pre-show and so forth, you know, we kind of talk shop, this or that. And we start talking about food. And it was going to the point where I had to stop everybody. Like, we have to start the show. And I'm starting to realize that Anime Jam Session really is like its older sibling, Orange Lounge Radio, where half the, almost all the time they're talking about food. I'm like, Jesus Christ, we're going to have a section called Food Jam Session. And it's going to have Mako Chan talk about different recipes while everybody's eating it. Why don't we just call it Shokugeki no The Show? We could once we go live with with video. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I'm definitely, definitely I'm a foodie. And I've yes. had friends actually asking me why I haven't posted anything like spooky food and stuff like that. But I definitely, we had a huge craving for Chinese food in the house today. So I definitely got my dinner and, and i know yeah and just remember if ichigo suddenly disappears just remember it's been an hour and she got hungry again <laughs> you leave my ch- food alone <laughs> don't talk to me or my son again and then you, said start- you got chinese right that's what she got yeah. Well, we got like the American fusion. Okay, I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna lie. General Tso's is like the bastard child of like American and Chinese cuisine. I understand that. I, 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 I was, have it was somebody Asian who made created... peace with my chicken god. But just understand, it was someone Asian who created General Tso's chicken, and the creator of it passed away a year ago. So let's have a moment of silence for him. There we go. And then we start talking about hot pockets. And then I said Sailor Moon. Who besides me knows the correlation between hot pockets and Sailor Moon? Me, because we've talked about it before. Yup. But does I any, forget. The singing uh, voice for Sailor Moon in the, in the original dub, uh, Jennifer Sihi. She did the um, theme songs. Yup. So the jingles? When, yes. Mm-hmm. That's her. When you hear it, that's her. Yeah, she did the main theme song for the English Sailor Moon, and then she does the Hot Pocket jingle. I could totally picture Usagi stuffing her face with hot pockets. Mm. Hot pocket. <laughs> All right. It seems that Mako has to go in a bit. So, do you want to knock your article out and bounce real quick and do it? No, no. I'm I'm good for now. It's okay. just since there's only three Japan articles, you three can handle that, and I'll pop off at that point. All right. So let, let's get into some news. Um, I want to cover this real quick. This just popped up on my feed today and another article popped up but i am actually going to save that that'll be something fun we can discuss for next week uh the reason why i played um the theme song to irresponsible captain tyler is because the voice actor for him jesse yuki tyler uh passed away a week ago his name is koiji sujitani he was also worked he worked on gundam and inuyasha as well some of you, those of you who watched Inuyasha, know him as the pervy monk Moroku. My poor pervy monk. Yes. That makes me want to actually cosplay as Sango again. And walk around with a with a plush Moroku with a halo on it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it, I still, I, I still like the idea of you know being someone being a Moroku cosplayer with a big red handprint on their face. It's been done. Mm-hmm. I know. Yep. That's why it's, I like that. And there was one Moroku cosplayer, he had Hello Kitty panties on the top of his staff. Because of course he did. <laughs> yes. But um, Sujitani was also part of a group um, band, uh, Tachi, Tachiki Fumiko to Blue Seat. 
Uh, and he performed that with fellow voice actor Fumiko Tachiki, or something like that. Anywho, it says that Tsujisani performed with fellow voice actor Fumihiko Taji Tachiki as the new band Tachiki Fumihiko to Blue Seed for their debut performance on October 14th. Tsujitani was reportedly in good health at the event. He suddenly collapsed at his home last week and passed away the same day. Tsujitani's wife and fellow voice actress Kumiko Watanabe and other close relatives attended a wake for him on the 21st, followed by services on the 22nd. Tsujitani was born in Kodaira, Tokyo in 1962. After graduating from Chiba Prefectural Akibo Senior High School, he attended Butai Gejutsu Gakuin in Tokyo and he joined the Gekidan Toen Theatrical Company in 83. Tsujitani began voice acting in 1988, where he played Bernard Bernie Wiseman and Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket in 89. As part of the Gundam franchise, his other roles was Seabook Arno and Gundam F91, Bernie Wiseman and Mobile Suit SD Gundam's Counterattack, and Knight Zeta and, and Mobile Suit SD Gundam SD Gundam Legend. He's, based, he's also known, popularly known for as Moroku and Inuyasha, Tyler and Irresponsible Captain Tyler, Kazuma Iwasaki and Stratos 4, Anote Tsuki and Yu Yu Hakusho, and Solomon and Blood Punch. In recent years, he has also worked as a sound director. He has worked on series such as Gorazini Money Pitch, Freezing, Fate Stay Night, and Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju in that role. May he rest in peace, and thank you for your great work. All right, now that we move right along, since we're talking about voice actors, oh, this is something I could probably relate to going to conventions and so forth. You know, it's not as bad, but still. Anime voice actors told a fan there's not a woman in the world who would be willing to marry him. Jesus. I, I I mean, you know, I re honestly I've seen that and I have seen it instead of voice actors, cosplayers and so on and so forth, you know. And it's just and it's probably the answers are probably similar right across the friggin' board, so. But anyway, a man finding a woman's voice attractive is a concept that Tomoe Tomoe Tomiyatsu is extremely well versed in. She is the Hiroshima native who has spent the majority of her vo of her life uh, voice acting career doing various voices in erotic video games. Even though she has a few anime roles, such as Rin Natsume in Little Busters, which was based off of an adult visual game. Well, nice, very nice. So, in the mind of one fan looking to spend his life with a vocal vixen. Tomiyatsu probably felt like the perfect person to ask for help, and he did that just by sending the following question to her via the account, to her account via the online query service P-E-I-N-G. And he asks, I want to marry a popular voice actress. I really, really want to. As a popular voice actress yourself, what do you think I can do in order to marry a popular voice actress? She responded, but it's probably not the answer he was expecting. And it's probably not the first time guys have heard this answer, so you deal with it, fellas. She says, So to confirm, your situation isn't, I love a particular voice actress so much I want to marry her. It's, I want the person I marry to be, it's, I want the person I marry to be a popular voice actress, right? 
I'm not limiting this statement to just popular voice actresses. I don't think there is a woman anywhere in this world who'd be willing to marry you just to satisfy your vanity. Don't be, don't speak so stupidly about something as important as your love. Granted, it's natural and healthy even to want to be attracted to your romantic partner, and there's nothing wrong with having an oral component in your personal attractiveness formula as well. And given her line of work, it's pretty clear that Tamiyatsu doesn't have a problem with the people indulging in fetishization as a form of self-satisfying fantasy. When it comes to forming an actual interpersonal connection with another human being, though, she's apparently of the mind that simply wanting to marry someone because she's a popular seiyu, or at least at the very least having the critical make-or-break item on your checklist of necessary soulmate traits, is putting the cart before the sexy-voiced horse. That said, Tamiyasu knows better than anyone that falling in love with a voice acting professional is entirely possible, as not only is she married, her husband, Keisuke Nakamura, is a seiyu himself. Although it's only a handful of roles, it'd probably be a stretch to call him a popular voice actor. But still, judging by her reaction to the fans' question, it seems like the couple's shared profession was just one aspect of the total package that made them fall in love and not a prerequisite. And if you take that story and take out voice actor and put in cosplayer, it's no fucking different. Yeah. The, the the super the super hot fire you know reaction just plays itself at this point. Uh huh. And I I I think for something like this, I'm probably going to have to play a particular track because it does make sense here. Um. Or no, or else it gets a damn son. Mm, maybe. Maybe. But anywho, uh, moving right along to our next story here. Um, Ari, what's up with this with this um, quote-unquote divorce? <clears throat> okay, it'll be fun to see who gets to China, but... <laughs> Crunchyroll and Funimation announced on Thursday that their partnership to share content will end on Friday, November 9th. The streaming channel's bundle service VRV, owned by Crunchyroll parent company Elation, also announced it'll no longer have the Fun and Nation Now streaming service as part of its VRV premium subscription, or as an individual channel subscription as of November 9th. Instead, the bundle will add the High Dive streaming service. According to a memo in Funimation staff from Funimation's president and CEO, Gen Fukunaga, Funimation Now subscribers will gain access to the subtype versions of several hundred titles on November 9th, but will lose a handful of dub titles. Crunchyroll also knows that a number of titles will leave both services, and the companies will update later on which titles will be impacted. Crunchyroll clarified, however, <clears throat> that currently aiming simulcast and series that premiere during a partnership will still be available on Crunchyroll, and, a, and all planned home video releases will still ship as scheduled. This includes Attack on Titan and My Hero Academia. That's good. <clears throat> Fukunawa also said that titles that license are in a partnership will still be shared between the two companies. Crunchyroll explained that a partnership is ending because Funimation decided to go their separate way. Funimation explained that Funimation's decision to end the partnership was due to its acquisition by Sony Picture Television Networks last year, and Sony is investigating the Funimation investing in, investing in Funimation. I don't know where investigating came from. Investing in Funimation to make it a global sub and dub anime brand. Fukunaga said the partnership ended amicably this month. So yeah, they're 
amicable exes, at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, Funimation confirmed they'll be regularly offering subtitled simulcasts beginning, quote, as early as the winter of 2019. For years, we'll be able to watch a subtitled version of several hundred shows, but Funimation will not relaunch its subtitled-only subscription tier. In, in addition, Funimation said they expect several hundred subtitles showed to launch soon on Funimation now in the UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand. And Funny also hopes to offer its streaming service to non-English countries in the future. And languages. That's good. Once you got that. So it's not like, you know, one's just suing the other for damages and just trying to take them for all they're worth. Because that would have tied up, you know, IP, IPs for months. <laughs> Who are you kidding? I wasn't really surprised by this because Funimation has been working on their own kind of like paywall service, kind of like what Crunchyroll is to a certain level. But they've at least, do, but they've been doing that from the from day one though, not from day one, but for for a long time though. For a long time. So you have to imagine that as a business, they're going to step back and go, okay, we'd like all of our Owned merch back, you know. So while they did let Crunchyroll play with their toys for a while, I'm glad that it's breaking away amicably. Um, I hope that they're able to work together again in the future. But for now, I'm kind of worried about where I'm gonna get my My Hero Academia fix. Um, on but on on Funimation, where else? Well, it, I mean, it'll also depend too, because Crunchyroll had their free tier and all that other stuff. Is Funimation going to put it all behind a paywall, or is it going to be like Crunchyroll, where if you watch, if you're just watching the episodes that have been released for a few weeks or a few months or whatever, they're still good, you know, to watch free. So I'm going to be hopeful, but also planning for the worst. I don't think it's going to be that. I, I really don't. Besides, there's always alternate means to acquire said titles, especially if you know someone who owns said titles, you know? Or you could just get a Funimation account. That, too. Oh, um, and a quick thing, speaking of My Hero Academia, there's a really funny little video of Moira being um, Miora, or Mioria being um, voiced by Terry Crews. So definitely go look that up. It is hilarious if you love Terry Crews. Yeah, I saw that. I saw it, but I didn't watch it. I have to come by and check that up, you know. Yeah, somebody cut it from the old Spice commercials, so it's just very intense. It's fun. Mm. I haven't seen it yet. I just saw it like a screen cap or two of it. I might, I'm probably going to search it out later and watch it before I go to bed. It's fun. You'll enjoy it. All right, and Marco, tell us about your idol, Gojira. Yeah, so I was actually really excited to hear about this. NASA has decided to uh, create a new constellation, and that constellation is Godzilla. So Godzilla is actually going to be in the same area as some other pop culture icons, uh, which includes the Starship Enterprise, the TARDIS, the Hulk, and Schrodinger's cat. Um, and they considered Godzilla's uh, similarities and powers and his attributes. So they have stuck him in among the Gamma Ray constellations, 
due to uh, black holes and neutron stars with the gamma ray jets and all of that. So inside of the constellation are several possible blazers, a starburst galaxy, a gamma ray pulsar, and an unknown object. A blazar is an active galactic nucleus that expels energy in a direction near Earth, causing it to emit a bright light. And uh, so, yeah, so it's part of a mapping by NASA's Fermi Gamma Ray Space Telescope. And now you can look and see Godzilla with uh, heat ray uh, breath in the sky. Well, now. And, of course, this has caused some really fun uh, fan art of of Godzilla wrecking shit in it throughout space um well there is a very popular anime that deals with people getting powers from constellations oh right Saint Seiya and so one of my favorite artists created the Godzilla cloth. The Godzilla cloth. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder if you get the atomic uh, fire superpower. Let's see if I can pull him up. So yeah, it's really, really fun looking. Um, it's done by uh, Marco Alberio. Oh art, yeah, His who bro- does he does a lot of. Um, the Saints art, he does a lot of Sailor Moon art. And so he did Godzilla. And now I have to see. No. Yeah, I can't share it. I've already shared it on my page, but it won't let me, like, just pick up. Your personal, your personal Facebook page? Yeah, let me do it this way. All right, so I'm going to share it on the Anime Jam session page. Okay. So you can see the beautiful art that is the Godzilla cloth. And shared. Oh, there. Oh, God, that is awesome. I will definitely check it out later. But speaking of laters, we'll see you later, Mako. I've got one more. Oh, I thought you was going to just... Oh, okay. I didn't know you were going to stay for all of that. Yeah. Okay. I thought you said just... I thought just what you said you stay around for one article and that was it. No, I said I will stay around for the regular articles oh, okay. and then the Japan articles you guys can handle. Because right. she likes to listen to my ASMR voice, don't you know? No, I'm kidding. How the well, it's, fuck... It's no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> How the fuck you have an ASMR voice... When you sound like friggin' Alcrea, where she grew up in friggin' Wisconsin. Stop! That was, that was, that was the joke, Grandma. I, mean, I, I was know. trying to make my voice much more abrasive. And, anyway. And no- I was gonna say, it, can't, it has to counter my uh, Ray Romano on a handful of Quaaludes uh, voice. You got it going over here. Yeah, and I'm going- That's me sipping some tea. And I, am, um, and I am going to catch hell for that if she ever hears this episode. <laughs> Mo- moving on. Mm-hmm. 
for those who think that they are uh, someone who can never give up and never lets anyone else down, we're not here to rickroll you, but we are here to talk about another never-ending man. Hayao Miyazaki's documentary is opening in U.S. theaters in December. G-Kids and Fathom Events announced on Thursday that they will debut the never-ending man Hayao Miyazaki, or Owaranai Hito Miyazaki Hayao, a television documentary special in more than 500 United States theaters on Thursday, December 13th and Tuesday, December 18th, and all screenings will be English subtitled. That's subbed for some of you plebs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and it's 7.30 p.m. local time. <laughs> Tickets are on sale via G-Kids website. And the description of the documentary is, in 2013, film director and animator Hayao Miyazaki suddenly announced his retirement at the age of 72. But he couldn't shake his burning desire to create. After an encounter with a young CGI animator, Miyazaki embarked on a new endeavor, his first project ever to utilize CGI. But the artist, who'd been adamant about hand-drawn animation, confronted many challenges. The film even faced danger of being canceled. Can an old master who thinks he's past his prime shine once again? This program goes behind the scenes over two years as Miyazaki overcomes struggles to create his short film using CGI. And I believe that this short film is the one that is currently on the display at the Ghibli Museum in Tokyo, uh, in Japan. Um, the documentary premiered on NHK TV in Japan in 2016, and it debuted on NHK World Channel website with English subtitles in 2017. The Japan Society screened the special New York, uh, special in New York in September 2017. And in the program, Miyazaki reported that he wanted to return to make an anime feature film after retiring from directing films in 2013. The documentary shows the working um, progress of Kimushi no Boro, or Boro the Caterpillar, which was the CG short for the Ghibli Museum. Which I am so excited, I'm trying to get tickets to go see it next year! Um, Studio Ghibli producer Toshio Suzuki revealed in August that Hayao Miyazaki's upcoming Kim Tachi wa do Ikiru or How Do You Live feature film will open in about three or four years. And Suzuki also noted that the film has been in production for two years and that the studio is doing things in the film that it could not do before. Miyazaki himself has stated uh, last October that he would need three or four years to complete his action-adventure fantasy film. Miyazaki derived the film's title from writer Genzaburo Yoshino's 1937 masterpiece of the same name, and he added that this book is a story that has great meaning to the protagonist of his film. Yoshino's book centers around a man named Koperu and his uncle, and through Koperu's spiritual growth, it discusses how to live as human beings. I'm excited to see the new work coming up. I know it's going to be a few years, as they say in the article. But overall, I'm very excited to see what it has and maybe do a Ghibli, as they do in Disney, like a Ghibli... Um, bounding to go and see the museum so i'm very excited take pictures yes i will get all the photos because that is why we're going to be going between um hanami we're going to be going during cherry blossom season so we will definitely get tons of photos oh man that sounds even better does that mean I'm you can be walking so around does it mean you could be you could be in your own kimono the entire the entire trip I might find a kimono. I, I haven't had a kimono for a little while, um, but I could make one or I could buy one. So if, for those of you who've been following my cosplay page, I made a kimono version, wa version of Sansa 
from Game of Thrones recently. So I know how to make kimono now. Ha ha ha. I commission you to make one for me, but it'll probably, you know, close out your entire supply. <laughs> no, kimono are actually really, really easy to make. And considering that I myself am a curvy person, I know that basically the, the way to make a kimono bigger is to make it longer. I know it's very strange maths, but but it makes sense. I'll I'll still keep you in mind if I want one. For sure. Yay! All right, let's see what else here. Now, news that I am not too thrilled about, but the rumors were floating around, so it was bound to happen. Uh, it was rumored that Yui Metal was leaving ba the group Baby Metal, but it was official as of I'd say a few days ago. The official website for the band for the J-pop metal band Baby Metal announced that Yui Mizuno, known as Yui Metal, has officially left the group. She had been absent from the from the group's performances and touring since last December, though a spokesperson for the band told Alt Press back in May that she was still a part of the group. The new post on the official website explained that Mizuno was out due to health concerns and she initially planned to return. She had posted a message on her agency's website explaining everything. She says she would like to get back on stage, but not yet back 100% health-wise. Furthermore, she says she would like to pursue her dreams as Yui Mizuno. She apologizes to her fans who are sad because of her departure, but expressed gratitude for the invaluable experience being, being a part of Baby Metal, the group which is now Sue Metal and Moa Metal, and their backing band. They released a new single called Starlight this past Friday, which I have not yet listened to, because I keep forgetting, but I probably will check it out tonight or on my way to work. Back in 2016, Warner Brothers announced that they were working on a live-action hybrid short-form series based on the group, but we haven't heard anything yet. And what's interesting, for those who don't know, Baby Metal was formed out of the three that were part of an original idol group called Sakura Gakuin back in 2010. So some were saying that it was like a graduation type, but it really wasn't not like this. So I wonder if there will if there'll be a, a new person joining them or it'll be a duo. But I am curious to see how things will turn out. So, anywho, I don't even know what that is. Uh, Alright, moving right along. Let's see what we got here. Um, more sad news. Uh, yes. So, um, unfortunately, there has been another passing of a very popular voice actor, uh, Nobuo... Tanaka uh, was 83 years old. He ended up passing away on October 17th. You will know him from Gatchaman as Sosei X, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure OVA as Dio. Um, he's done anime Senjushi. He's done Karate Master, The Adventures of Little Prince, Lupin the Third, Part Two. He was Sherlock Holmes the Third. He's also voiced on. Uh, Densetsu Kyojin Idoin, Otaku no Seizu, uh, Secret Files, and Cromarty. He was also a dub actor, so he dubbed some English stuff. Uh, character Sergeant Saunders from the live-action uh, combat television series and Barney Collier from the Mission Impossible television series. He's also a TV narrator and does uh, TV champion as well as various tokatsu hero programs. And again, 
thank you for all your hard work you have done and contributed to the, to the, the society. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase SESSION. Man, this has been a bad day for me to come back, huh? Mm, I wouldn't say that now. You gotta take the good and the bad, you know. <laughs> but be still my nerdy heart, Ari. What is this? A uh, new Gundam educational kit teaches robotics and programming. Oh boy. Uh, technology technology from science fiction often emerges in the real world sooner or later. Unfortunately, we'll probably never see the completion of the Japanese government's previously teased Gundam projects. Still, <clears throat> fans will soon be able to learn practical skills inspired by the franchise and its mobile suits. Bandai has unveiled the Xeonic Technics Robotics and Programming Kit, which is inspired by the mobile suit building company Xeonic from Mobile Suit Gundam. The image is released with the educational kit, announces... Sh- Kit's announcement showed the MS-06 Zaku Mark II and the MS-06V Zaku-type Canon mobile suits. Bandai is developing the kit in cooperation with various companies that specialize in developing robotics, curricula, and teaching materials. Uh, Bandai Bot's first project was a Guncier Harrow communication robot with artificial intelligence, which debuted at the Seattle Japan 2017 event last October. The robot recently went on sale, but due to its popularity, the first wave of pre-orders was cut off on September 6th, and a second order period is slated to open soon. Similar to Gunsier Hero, Harrow, Bandai will display the Xeonic Technics Robotics and Programming Kit at Creatic Japan 2018, which will be held at the Makuhari Mies in Chiba from October 16th through 19th. Of course, a lot of these people are looking at this and go, RC Gundams, yay! I keep thinking of Lego Technic, but, you know. You know if there was a Lego Gundam set, an official one, you'd snatch it right up. No, but but I'm not... It wouldn't surprise me if someone actually built a a Gundam out of, out of Legos. I'm just saying. I mean, there's so many different parts and bricks and stuff. It's feasible. Oh, absolutely. All right, so I think we're done with the news so i guess this is the part where we wave goodbye to mako chan yeah i'm gonna pop off now feel better thank you night everybody travel safe and do not pick up any wooden nickels try not to spend all your money at the nearest at the first dispensary you come across (laughs) no we're doing a tour oh you bitch (laughs) what no nothing just, just I will live vicariously through you when it comes to that tour. I want pictures, if possible. Uh, that can't happen. That's because why, you can't take pictures inside. I know. That's why I said if possible. You know, but I totally get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right. Night, everybody. Night. Now that um, Mako Chan's out of here. I apologize if I blew out anybody's uh, eardrums. No, really, I do. It's time for strange news from Japan. And let's see what she has left for us today. Huh. I take the last one? Sure. I guess that means I'll have to take the first one. Yes, it does. How crappy of you. (sighs) 
Japanese man punches cab driver after he refuses to drive friend who just pooped himself. Yuck. 71-year-old... So, here's the thing. Being ready to stick up for someone else is one of the sure signs of friendship. Believe you me, it is. No one is perfect, and knowing that there is someone who will still be on your side, even if you make an honest mistake, maybe even an embarrassing one, is sort of the bond we should all be lucky to have, you know? Unfortunately, that loyalty turned violent in the Hyoga Prefecture town of Miki, uh, Kobe's neighbor to the northwest. Last Saturday night, um, uh, this is a, so this came out on the 17th, so we're talking uh, on October 13th. Two elderly men who had been drinking in a neighborhood pub waved down a cab in order to get home. However, when the two men piled into the car, the driver noticed the intense smell of feces as one of the men had soiled himself prior to getting in. The driver began the protest, not wanting to give the pair a ride as one of the would-be passengers had poo seeping and possibly through his pants. Ew. Motherfucker. Yeah. However, this rejection sent the other would-be passenger, a 64-year-old construction company employee, into a rage. Though he himself hadn't lost control of his bowels and theoretically could have made use of the taxi if he'd been willing to ride solo, began punching the taxi driver, who is 71 years old, in the face, striking him repeatedly and bloodying his nose. The pair then made their escape by leaving the cab and running off into the streets of the of Mickey's Midori Gaioka neighborhood. However, the police were able to determine the identity of the attacker and has since placed him under arrest. Investigators have not specified how they tracked down the assailant, but the Hyogo Prefectural Police have, uh, have announced that the suspect has admitted to assaulting the taxi driver. Meanwhile, no charges have been brought against the man who pooped himself, whose actions are far less cause for shame than those of his violent drinking buddies, and we're all reminded that poo is generally something re best reserved for stationary bathrooms. You know, if this happened in New York, the cabbie would be like, oh, motherfucker, and this guy's not even got a tip, is he? Yeah. Probably. <sighs> that was just, um, that was like one poop of a story. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty gross. Yeah. At least it wasn't story number two. I mean, as long as you're doing a clean mooning, which I think China is planning on doing to help alleviate some of their pollution, they are sending a massive artificial moon into orbit in 2020 as a giant nightlight. Not, now I'm not... So, so you're saying it's not... Um, what would you say? Not, so it's not poop pollution. That's no moon. That's a, that's a space station. <laughs> uh, you'll see later that some commenters think that uh, they're working on the new Death Star. Mm. Uh, if having one moon is good, then having two moons is twice as good, right? Oh gosh, we're all becoming Planet Gunsmoke. Everybody get ready for the post-apocalypse. We're in Trigun, guys. It's no secret that China has issues with energy consumption and pollution, and the country has been uh, looking for some innovative solutions to its problems. 
We have to imagine the inspiration behind this most recent plan that an engineer took up to see the night sky, see the moon, and wonder, what if we just built another one of those? At the 2018 National Mass Innovation and Entrepreneurship held in China's Chengdu City last week, the space development company China Aerospace Science and Technology Corporation announced that in just two years' time, they are planning on launching a 10 to 80 kilometer artificial moon into space. That's no moon, it's a giant Chinese mirror satellite. The artificial moon will be approximately eight times as bright as our current old-fashioned moon, thanks to its reflective coating that sends sunlight back to Earth. The mirror covering the artificial moon can also be manually controlled, potentially focusing light on smaller areas to help in emergencies or shutting off completely if necessary. For those excited or terrified by the prospect, seems as though the moon won't be visible all the world over, but just will orbit over Chengdu City, 500 kilometers or 310 miles above the Earth, lighting up approximately 50 square kilometers or 19 square miles of the city. The artificial moon could save the city millions of dollars in electricity costs each year, which could turn into less energy usage and less pollution. Or as in the article is stating, and I'm going to post in the chat right now, Hey everyone, enjoying some cleaner air down there? The artificial moon is the first of three moons scheduled to be put in orbit by 2022. With the three moons' powers combined, you have the Sailor Scouts. I mean, they could potentially illuminate thousands of square kilometers at a time. For now, though, the 2020 test is only planned to be carried out over an uninhabited desert to measure its effects. From them, from there, careful steps will be taken to make sure it doesn't interfere with the natural cycles of plants, animals, and humans. Here's what Japanese netizens had to say about the project. They're building a real-life Death Star. I hope our new moon doesn't explode or anything. That's actually kind of cool. Good work, China. Is there any way this won't be used for their military, though? What a time to be alive. What do you guys think of China's artificial moon? You can definitely make comments in the chat or on our page what your uh, thoughts are on this moon project. Are you looking to get mooned by China? I don't know how I feel about it. I'm excited to see how it goes, but I also see how it could be weaponized by people who mean good, mean well or don't mean well. So we'll find out on this episode of Moons. In our night sky that are not actual moons? Question mark? Hmm. Oh, just let it rise already. I can only imagine the kind of environmental upheaval it will cause for local, you know, nocturnal, you know, beings and whatnot. Eh, but uh, yeah, that's just me. Um, okay, i am got the last one then. Yep, yep. Man arrested for throwing bicycle from a 12th floor of a building, injuring woman below. A 26-year-old unemployed man, really, he's unemployed? I would have never guessed. Shocker! Has been arrested in Sakai, Osaka, for injuring a woman after he threw a bicycle from the 12th floor of a 14-story municipal apartment building in August. According to police, Naoki Izutani has been arrested on suspicion of attempted murder. Damn. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah, oh yeah. All that metal and all that velocity. Police for surveillance footage. Police said surveillance camera footage showed Izutani using the apartment building elevator just after the incident at around 3 p.m. on August 28th. 
The bicycle hit and injured a 76-year-old woman walking below. A male passerby contacted police to report that a woman had collapsed on the ground in the courtyard, bleeding from the head after a bike had landed on her. The mangled bike was nearby. Well, yeah, I guess that would be considered attempted murder. The woman who lives in the building was taken to a hospital with a 15-centimeter gash in her forehead. That's about six inches. Police said Izutani had admitted to the charge and quoted him as saying he lost his temper after arguing with another man who lives in a 12-floor apartment and threw the bike from the airwell. However, he said he didn't think it would hit anyone. Well, that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> well, here's a that's not strange news for Japan, but the headline of this article... Trolling mm-hmm. at its finest. People from around the globe will be at this flat earth convention in Denver. Yeah. I still want to see my that reality TV show where they send a bunch of flat earthers to find the literal edge of the world. I, I think that would be a great idea. We people who stay awake in science class in elementary school need something to laugh at. Especially <laughs> after, you know, the last two days or so. Well, then. Okay. We all need a good laugh. <laughs> yeah. If not a little bit, not a good laugh, a little bit of chaos. On a side note, have y'all updated the uh, Winamp yet? Not yet. I haven't gotten a new Winamp. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I'm running it now. One major thing I I see that there is a search box to search in your playlist, which is cool. Nice. Other than that, it's still pretty good. But you know, I can't wait till the new version comes out next year. That's gonna. I I am looking forward to that. But anywho, enough about that. We're going to take our last break, and then we're going to wrap up the show. So we'll be back.
And that brings up to 380 to a close. It's been fun, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's a trip. <laughs> Sweet. Um, hold on. I got to minimize this for a second. All right. Anywho, so if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. Um, whenever we tell you what we like and don't like, we'll be straight up with you. So if you have any questions about the show, you can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. We're here to know what's up. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post links to our cosplay tips and tutorial videos, anime reviews, uh, convention reviews, links to our YouTube page, our Facebook page for our cosplay photos, our podcast editorials and so much more and that's at animejamsession.com swing by and check out and tell us what you think and don't forget you can find our podcast on other sites as well you can find us on itunes uh stitcher groove TuneIn radio google play and player fm i am working on getting us on some other sites like iHeartRadio, spotify you know we'll see how that goes and don't forget to follow us on social media uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, and Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To everyone that follows us on social media, thank you so much. We could not do this show without you. And don't forget, we're back here at the VOG Network uh, live Tuesdays at 9.30, Uncle Presentations Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we'll go around the room and do last words, Ari. Oh, it's so good to be back. Awesome. Uh, last words, Ichigo. I'm gonna go get ready for sleep and then wake up tomorrow and sew more stuff. Yay! I think my last words, I think my neighbors are outside smoking weed. I kind of want to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. End of list. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Maybe. Um, it'll just be the three of us. Maybe four if Wild Spice happens to pop in and say hi. But um, I think we're done for tonight, so let's get the hell up and out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ichigo. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Jamatane. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. Good night, y'all. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com 
and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!